Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting, and, and I'm going to keep pointing this out. I know some people will not like it. But we, it appears that we will have our first African-American Speaker of the House of Delegates, who will be a Democrat, Don Scott. But that, see, that's not the history-making part. We'll also have our first criminal, felon, who spent seven years in a federal prison for drug dealing. So congratulations, Virginia. And, and, and that's not bitter. That's not me being bitter. That's just, I think you need to own that. That that's the kind of judgment that's being <laughs> rendered here in Virginia today. I think that should concern thinking people that the Democrat Party appears likely to place a guy who was in federal prison for seven years. Not that old. I mean, he has what is he? My age in his early 50s. So I look at my life seven years in a federal prison for dealing drugs. I think that should be of concern to normal Virginians, do you reward someone who is dealing drugs, even if they say they've turned over a new leaf in their life and they're a great new person, even if you believe that's true? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Do you give them that honor of being the speaker of the House of Delegates and more than that, the power associated with being the speaker of the House of Delegates? My judgment would be no, (laughs) even if I like you. No. I would not. Even if you were my friend, I would say, hey, man, you you kind of knocked yourself out for this role. Um, that that will be interesting to see between now and January, whether he solidifies those votes, because I can promise you I'm going to make every time I introduce that guy, I'm going to say former felon drug dealer and speaker of the House of Delegates, because you're going to own it going forward. And I don't think that's unfair. I'm not lying about you. I'm telling the truth about you that everyone else in this town would like to forget. 707 on this Wednesday morning. It's the eighth day of November 2023. I'm John Reed and glad you were with us here on News Radio WRVA. So it seems like everyone would have to acknowledge bad night for Republicans, but why? And what are the key races that need to be analyzed here? Dr. Bob Holsworth uh, from Decide Smart is back with us this morning. Dr. Holsworth, it's worse than uh, I imagined it would be when we were discussing yesterday. Worst case scenario is worse. So what's your assessment here, uh, having looked at the numbers all night? Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, John. Yeah, I, I think what happened is that, um, you know, just put this in the context of what happened in Ohio, mm-hmm. what happened in Kentucky, 
what happened in Virginia, what we saw in all these special elections, um, that once again, um, the choice issue on abortion is just driving these Democratic victories. Um, it drove, and if you look at Virginia, I said yesterday they needed to win two of these three big races in Northern Virginia. They did. Russet Perry um, just really a decisive victory over Juan Pablo Segura. Uh, Danica Rome held on. And then here's the issue, John. Henrico County. Um, Siobhan Donovan was not close. A nine-point um, blowout by yeah, Scholar von Valkenburg. That's shocking. That, that was a blowout. Rodney Willett was a blowout. Um, I told you that Susanna Gibson was going to be close. She didn't win because of Goochland County. Um, but she would have won if it was just Henrico. And can I ask then, you, you think that one's settled? I've had a couple of people saying, well, the, the state uh, election hadn't, the state board hadn't called it yet. But you do think that that one's settled? VPAP says it's settled. They, from all that I can see, there's, um, you know, the only votes outstanding are male votes. Right. And there, and there would be so-called provisional ballots. Mm-hmm. But the Not place enough where they have a lot it. of... Yeah, the places where they have a lot of provisional ballots left are really college towns where people registered yesterday. Gotcha. Um, and that's not Henri- that's not Western Henrico. But okay. catch this, John. Besides that, the Henrico County Board of uh, Supervisors right now, uh, 4-1 yeah. Democratic. Yeah. Uh, the Chesterfield County Board of Supervisors, 3-2 Democratic. Um there, there's been this, what I considered always this mythology that that um, Governor Youngkin was very popular in the suburbs. That's true of Hampton Roads. It has not been true electorally of either Northern Virginia or Richmond. And I think yeah. if you look at all the effort that the governor put in personally to these Henrico races and to have that kind of decisive victory for the Democrats, I think they're, they have to be a little surprised. Now, Again, I've always thought those districts changed, particularly the Donovan district. It was a Democratic-leaning district. Mm -hmm. Um, But to win by almost 10 points is pretty dramatic. Well, you know, yesterday we were talking about when Glenn Youngkin would announce his campaign for president. Uh, The Drudge Report is saying that's over with. I mean, they're not rooting for Glenn Youngkin anyway. But what is the assessment of the governor's situation is he just personally popular but he doesn't have coattails or is there something else we should look at here well i think that's absolutely true and as i said i don't think he's personally popular in certain parts of the state mm-hmm. yeah. um he you know he ran behind i mean let me put it this way when he when he won in 2021 in northern virginia he ran behind ken cuccinelli when cuccinelli ran against mcauliffe right. in fairfax prince william and loudon um, that, you know, that Northern Virginia uh, still remains very Democratic. There's one, one delegate in Loudoun, there's one delegate in Prince William, but in the House of Delegates, the rest uh, in Prince William, Loudoun, uh, Fairfax, they're all Democrats. Yeah. Um, so Republicans still, you know, control the rural areas. They do very well in Hampton Roads, but they're not doing well in Northern Virginia. And last night, they did not do well in the Henrico suburbs. Yeah, it's a, a, a dramatic change because, you know, I'm aware of 30 years ago when a, a if a Democrat was going to win, they had to be a really moderate Democrat and sell themselves that way. And it was likely that the Republican was going to keep that seat. And that 
the, the that's in the rearview mirror now. Yeah, I, I mean, they, you know, the Democrats did something that was interesting here, that overall the party has moved to the left in these elections. Right. Though I would tell you in the competitive seats, they nominated very strong candidates. Uh, Russet Perry in uh, Northern Virginia, former prosecutor, CIA person. Um, Skylar Van Valkenburg is a teacher, very personable individual, works extremely hard. Um, the Democrats, where they needed to win, nominated people who were winnable. And then when they, in a place which was sort of deep blue in the primaries, the progressive candidate typically beat the center-left candidate mm-hmm. on the Democratic side. So it's going to be, uh, you know, a different two years, you know, uh, interesting two years for Governor Yunkin. You know, he's always had to face for the last couple of years a, a Senate that's divided, a Senate that was Democratic. Now he has two houses that are Democratic. You know, for example, what the Democrats are going to do is try to keep up the pressure on these same issues. Right. I would be stunned if they don't try to pass constitutional amendments like you had in Ohio. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of embodying the principles of Roe v. Wade. I presume you're going to see a constitutional amendment proposed on um, uh, ensuring that gay marriage um, is in the Virginia Constitution now. Uh, the Democrats are going to keep up the pressure on those issues. And the Republicans simply have to find a way out, if they can, on, on the choice issue. Because what's happened here, John, is that it's not just abortion. The Democrats have framed this pretty successfully as a personal freedom issue, right? Yeah, that's, which is that's true. typically a yeah. Republican issue. Right. But that has been reversed, and that's hurting the Republicans big time right now. It does seem like the governor and the Republican team, in hindsight, I guess we'll look at the numbers, that there was a miscalculation about how to approach this issue from the beginning. At first, let's not talk about abortion, and that gave the Democrats the opportunity to completely characterize everything the way they wanted, and then the one and a half million dollars at the end wasn't enough to say, hey, wait a minute, we're not the extremists. They are. They want to allow babies to be killed on the day they're being born. That's the extreme position. That just didn't work. There wasn't time and money enough to to fix that. Um, let, yeah, let me ask, I, I, let me ask yeah, you this I just question. I don't see how they fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's no doubt it's a problem. I mean, it, you know, it's, pro-life people are not going to abandon that issue. But there's a lot of work to be done because the culture has shifted, and I don't know if it's beyond return, but it's it's um, you know objectively you just have to acknowledge this is a difficult spot. What were the numbers like? You know, the governor was trying. Do we know yet? The governor really put in a lot of effort to get the five hundred thousand people that he claims voted for him in the governor's race, but then didn't vote in the congressional race to turn back up this year. Do we know yet whether that was successful? Can you look at the numbers and compare them year to year? And yeah, I, I don't have that yet. Again, okay. um, I, what, what I would tell you is that, um, you know, we saw something that resembled a little bit of the governor's race in that, again, um, and I had mentioned this yesterday, I thought in Hampton Roads, the Democratic uh, Republican candidates in those competitive Senate seats would uh, would be very successful. The, mm-hmm. challenge, the one challenge they had in Hampton Roads was in the House in Virginia Beach, where Michael Fagans beat uh, Karen Greenhall. And again, that was a wonderful Democratic candidate. He was a guy who had been um, been in the Army, you know, perfectly perfect candidate for 
um, you know, Hampton Roads currently works for on, on behalf of veterans in his job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a, just an excellent candidate there. Um, but, uh, you know, the governor, for the most part, I think, remains pretty popular in Hampton Roads. And you were able to see um, Monty Mason uh, lose. You were able to see the, Dem- the Republicans hold on in a number of places. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think the governor is going to spin this at, well, you know, I, I picked up a seat in the Senate, you know, lost a few seats in the House. But mm. the reality, John, is that in the House, the Republicans were pretty fortunate. They could have lost more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a number yeah, of good, close races. Good luck. Their way. Good luck spinning it. I don't you know, I, I, I like the governor. I'm supportive, but I don't know that there's any way to to make people feel better about this. It's pretty, pretty uh bruising loss um real quick before we go your take on the casino referendum i mean this thing just got crushed yeah two things there john first i think there was just a lot of voters who didn't like it being put before them the second time they 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 said you know we said no so we'll say no again Mm -hmm. and then of course the absolute debacle that occurred last week with those clips that came out on uh radio energize the opposition. You know, it's almost hard to believe how poor that campaign was. You spent $10 million to try to support this casino. And then in the last week, you did almost everything possible to energize the opposition, which they did. They said that the Richmond registrar was just shocked by how many people came out on election day just to say no. That was a pretty big mistake at the worst possible time for the people who put all that money in to try to get the casino passed. It, that, those numbers, as I was watching them yesterday, I just was shocked. How stunned. Does that just kind of kill LeVar Stoney and his well, hopes going yeah, forward, you think? You know, you know, he certainly has made it clear that he'd like to run for governor. Uh, I think it's going to be tougher right now mm-hmm. uh, to convince the Democratic Party there. Um, at, you know, at the same time, you know, Abigail Spanberger had a great night. Yeah, she was uh, probably the single most visible uh, Democratic candidate in uh, appearing with all of these other candidates all around the state. It just seems to me that she's now the um, odds-on favorite to be the Democratic choice for governor in 2025. Really remarkable, Doctor Bob Holsworth from Decide Smart. I always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thank you. Have a great day, John. 719, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.